Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, good morning Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for a new day and for another opportunity to come to you. We thank you, Lord, that you bless us with the ability to commune with you at all times. Because you gave us your spirit. You have made your tabernacle within us. We are your living, walking temple 24 hours a day. So you give us that ability to commune with you at any time, at any place, in any circumstance. Even in the midst of our battles, our challenges, in times of peace. Everywhere and anywhere, Lord. And your word says that wisdom begins with the fear of the Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you draw us near to you so that you can pour that wisdom, that understanding, and you can pour your peace and your joy into our hearts. That no matter the circumstance, like Jesus, we are able to stand up to that storm and say, peace, be still with authority that comes from him. We thank you, Lord, and we share that same peace and that joy, Lord, this morning. With all those that are part of this prayer meeting, with all those that are part of this praying family, with everyone for whom we are praying this morning, and all those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with all Christians everywhere that do not yet know you personally. You are still that image that they come to look at in church that don't really have that connection with you, Lord. Draw them near. Draw them to you. Draw us nearer to you as well. Every single day of our life. So that our relationship with you, the primary purpose of our existence, grows stronger and stronger out of understanding, out of knowing you as a person, and out of the love that we then build from there. Quicken each one in their spirit, Father. As we make our prayer this morning, raising up all of these at our altar of answered prayer, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator, king of the universe, the father of all, the great I am, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and Jacob, the God of David, the God of Jesus the one he taught us to call our father, my father, the one who is the lifter of men, the one whose hand is not short to redeem us, the one who teaches us to profit and who leads us in the way we should go. This is what your word teaches us, Lord. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who made it all possible, that we might be returned to your Eden and no longer be cast out. That we might be covered within your glory. It is he who is the Lion of Judah that leads us in the day of battle. The rider on the white horse, the one who holds the key of David, that what he opens, no one can shut. And what he shuts, no one can open. It is he who is the sheep gate. It is he who is the way. And he who is the rock. And we pray in the name of his spirit. 
the spirit of the living god the hand that created everything in existence that when there is chaos and confusion at the spoken word of the father it is he who gives all that is formless all that is in chaos a new life it is he who raised jesus from the dead and then now gives life to our mortal body it is he who has made his tabernacle within us so that we now can say emmanuel in the true sense god with us every day of our life even unto the end the promise that jesus made before he left the earth it is he who comes down to our level no matter how far away we have fallen and it is he who raises us up from there the spirit of truth the spirit of light and the spirit of life our friend our teacher our advocate our prayer partner we thank you lord that you have blessed us with the gift of your word your spirit you bless us with that gift that opportunity of prayer your legal system where we can authorize you to step into our circumstances take over our battles that like jehoshaphat when we keep communing and worshiping with you worshiping you communing with you and worshiping you then every situation as romans 8:28 says you turn it around for the good of those who are the called according to your purpose and who love you we thank you father that you have blessed us with angels with destiny help us you have blessed us with revelation through your word your systems of advantage your principles your prophecies your promises concerning our lives not just a history book but that is alive and active sharper than any double edged sword and you open our eyes to see that sharpness in his sword so that when that is placed on our tongue then life and death can be turned around we thank you father as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning i cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of jesus I also cover every member of every family that is part of this prayer ministry and every person that we are praying for by that same precious blood and we declare it as our hedge of protection in the spirit we put on our angels and we dispatch them in assi- on assignments in accordance with your will lord for our lives i call the angel of the lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm sin danger accident injury pilfering theft hijacking terrorism and any kind of natural disasters i command that angelic protection and i declare divine exemption from spiritual attacks as well in the mighty and all powerful name of jesus we also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word lord from isaiah 55 verse 10 and 11 that says as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater so is my word that goes out of my mouth this day each of us declare with faith in the name of jesus that it will not return to me empty it will not fall to the ground 
but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. And thank you for the wisdom and discernment to choose life in every circumstance. Thank you, Jesus. Today we continue on our second part in the series of why it is important to forgive. I'd like to start with looking at what unforgiveness does to a person. Unforgiveness itself is demonic. It's a spirit of unforgiveness. Starts off as a suggestion. Poking at our pride. That we might not respond out of love, but out of anger and out of hate. Now let's dive a little further into that. When we react in the flesh to that hurt, then this one, the spirit of unforgiveness, is the first one to come. It is like us leaving the door open with a welcome sign when you tend to react out of the flesh. When we are so quick to retort, to hit back, to get even. We open the door with a welcome sign to that spirit of unforgiveness. Now, many of us don't often think this way. We are not spiritually alert. So we are quick to hit. But that's okay. We all learn. And we gradually build that. We ask for the grace of discernment. And we build patience and resilience. Ephesians 4 verse 27 says, Give no opportunity to the devil. In every situation, we know he is like a roaring lion, prowling, waiting to devour his next victim. But here, the Bible clearly instructs us, Ephesians 4.27, give the devil no opportunity. Let's see why. <clears throat> when the spirit of unforgiveness enters, who does he bring in next? He brings others in his group. You heard about the story or the parable where Jesus spoke about the house swept clean and empty, where the spirit that has been kicked out of there wanders through dry and arid places and then decides to come back into the house but brings seven more wicked ones than himself. So who does this one bring now? He brings bitterness, resentment, hatred, pay close attention. There's a long list there. Today's session will open your eyes to a whole lot of other such names. What else? Violence, temper, anger, retaliation, revenge, even murder in some cases. Are you seeing how that house swept clean can quickly go from being a place of prayer and a place of peace to being a den of robbers? Isn't that what Jesus said in Matthew 21 verse 13? Robbers who come to steal, kill, and destroy. John 10.10. 10. But it doesn't end there. So let's go on with that list. Controlling spirits. Self-pity. Depression. Loneliness. And each one brings another. Strife. Rebellion. 
or what about fear of a rejection withdrawal fear anxiety despair all of these are ungodly are you seeing how one can lead to the other when you focus on each of them and you think yes depression can bring loneliness that can bring strife then when someone is down low they are looking to hit back who do you first normally hit back at your own family so it doesn't just stop with you and very soon the person has gone from being peaceable to one that is either under terror or has become a nightmare to others more often their own family now let's join these to each of those five points that we touched upon yesterday and i said we look at them from a health point of view today and tomorrow we will look at them spiritually so today let's touch on them spiritually now the first one we said when you forgive someone you forgive yourself what does that mean you free yourself from guilt from shame from holding a grudge from bitterness from anger look at these now from a spiritual angle let me tell you that is not just your emotion it is an instigation from a spirit of wickedness it is good to be free from these otherwise they will make their home and live there number 2 forgiveness extracts you <clears throat> sorry forgiveness extracts you out of victim mode it breaks that bond so that you're no longer stuck there in that rut and to quite an extent in many cases it breaks a negative soul tie what are you getting rid of today fear of rejection self rejection inferiority complex poor self image dejection depression withdrawal gloom and that list can keep going all of these keep you in a victim mode forgiveness will help you break out of there you can cast them out and be a victim no more the third one forgiveness frees you and we said take back your energy take back your power your emotion that was once invested in how someone else made you feel let your joy be restored the important thing here is you stop giving control to others to manipulate how you feel free from any kind of the spirit any kind of manipulation from the spirit of manipulation from bitterness from violence and all of those in the like you don't give them any control over you anymore the fourth one forgiveness helps restore health when negative soul ties and thoughts that drain your energy are removed then your health must improve they suck upon that energy out of you what are these these are the spirit of worry anxiety anger depression infirmity as well 
way of blood pressure, heart disease, tension. These are the most common ones. Insomnia, suicidal tendencies. Are you seeing when these are gone, how health can be restored immediately? We never thought unforgiveness could go so big, isn't it? But that's true with any of these. It is in general spreading a network, bringing seven more, and then seven brings seven more each. It's not just only unforgiveness, but it's important for us to understand how that network works. The fifth one. Forgiveness helps you move forward in your life in the physical realm as well as pursue your spiritual path. It helps you focus, helps you pray more by restoring your peace and your joy because you have made peace with yourself and peace with God. He says, I don't condemn you anymore. It helps you invite the Holy Spirit into your life and he will readily come. You can connect with him. You rid yourself of doubt and unbelief and you hold on to the faith, that measure of it that he gives to replace all that negativity in your life. Do you see why I said at the start of this session yesterday, it is not about the other person. It is all about you. It looks like small thing, but it, is a, it could end up being a serious spiritual attack if we don't manage it. If we don't fight it and get rid of it. In some cases, if we don't seek help externally from someone that can help deliver us out of it. So why is it important to forgive others? It is a way of sanitizing your spiritual atmosphere. It is a way of sanitizing your spiritual atmosphere. And the side effect of that is answered prayer. Yes. It unblocks all that was blocked. One of the biggest reasons that stands as a hurdle in the way between you and your answered prayer. I will stop here today. And tomorrow we'll continue with what the Bible recommends in dealing with unforgiveness. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for opening our eyes to your truth. We thank you for revealing through your word how things can go out of hand quickly if we are unsuspecting and if we operate out of the flesh. But you give us spiritual wisdom. You grant us discernment and you grant us the grace to see through those circumstances. You open our eyes, Lord, and you give us your strength by the presence of your spirit to make that decision, to reject it, to fight it, so that then when we cast it out, when that permission for them to exist within our system is denied, they can be kicked out. And the enemy no longer has any power over us or over the ones that we pray for. We ask for that edification, that stirring within our spirits, Lord, that opening of our eyes and our hearts. In the name of Jesus. 
And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease that are hospitalized, that will undergo any kind of procedures today. We speak life over their circumstance, Father. We ask forgiveness for sins. We plead the blood of Jesus, that blood that brings mercy upon them, that blood that brings healing. For your word tells us of your promise, Lord, that says, if my people who are called by my name will repent and renounce all wickedness, turn away from it and come to me, then you will hear our prayer from heaven. You will forgive our sins and you will heal our land, not just our bodies. You heal our entire circumstance that we are in. We thank you, Father, for this healing by the stripes and wounds of Jesus. And we remember all those that we are praying for in our own personal prayer today. There have been a few requests on the prayer group for people that are seriously ill. Lord, we raise each of these at that altar today of answered prayer, believing that we have received what we have just spoken. It must come to pass that healing, that restoration in body and in spirit, in mind must take place today. In the name of Jesus. We pray also for all families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of division and separation. For each one of us, Lord, against every dark corner in our life, any kind of stronghold that has been there, some hidden, sitting quietly, covered up. Let that be revealed, Lord, that every such dark corner in our life, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance of your ways and your word, that gives us the ability to fight on and poverty that is meant to keep your people in subjection. Let every such yoke of the enemy be broken through your anointing and through the wisdom that you pour out of your systems of advantage through your word, Father. Let there be an epiphany, a manifestation of what you have kept as an inheritance for these, your children. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe, Lord, that this prayer is an answered prayer. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yanda <laughs> 
Ishara Ada <laughs> 
In the mighty and all powerful name of Jesus, we join our faith with each of these, Lord, making it our answered prayer, believing that the Father will do for us what we ask in the name of Jesus and agree upon as touching upon it. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you that you will do for us, Father, what Jesus promised us. Thank you, Jesus. We have two scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 to 2, where it is written, And you have, and you he made alive when you were dead, through the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. Second one is from Romans 12, verse 19. And it is interesting that this scripture comes up today because this is part of what we will reflect on tomorrow. Thank you, Father. This one is quoted from the New Living Translation where it says, Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. 
The third one is from Ephesians 4, verse 31 and 32. That is quoted from the NIV, where it says, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, Brother Savio's powerful, spirit-filled reflections that talk about our practical everyday life with message of the Lord for us there. The Friday Bible study sessions that are lessons for our prayer life and our spirit-filled life ahead. And the daily rosary and divine mercy that gives us strength to keep soldiering on. If you are being blessed by these, please share them. Share links for people to join on Zoom and YouTube with your family and your friends. The links for all of these sessions are the same. The same identical link. The recordings are also available on our YouTube page. They're posted on Facebook and on our Spotify podcast channel. You can share those links with them and encourage them to pray with the recordings as well. It is the same presence of God in the recordings too. Also a reminder about our Bible study topic tomorrow. The topic is the power of a renewed mind. And we will learn that where the mind goes, the man follows. How to renew our mind and the importance of Bible study in achieving a renewed mind. We shall share this on our Telegram group this morning and post messages on Facebook and YouTube as well so that you can share those links for whichever channels on whichever channels works for you. Invite your friends and family to join. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to all around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God, God, bless, God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Jesus.